2: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
3: It's such a pleasure to either refer to them individually or in a set as uh, my friends, the Cow Sills. Uh, Bob, Susan, and Paul back again on Coast to Coast AM. Uh, Let's test out that mic on the air and see how it sounds. Hey, y'all.
4: Hey, how you doing, Ian? This is Paul, man. We're glad to be back. (laughs) You're so much... Hi,
5: Ian, it's me, and, and and Bob's here with us, too. Well,
3: okay.
4: they're lying about that. They
6: left me on the tour bus, and I still can't get off, Ian. You got me? They
3: left <laughs> me. Well, let's make sure. Hi, how are
5: you?
3: How are you? We're doing so well. I hope you heard. I don't know whether you did. I passed it along at some point. Um, I did an edit to one of your songs after tornado damage here. I know you wrote the song originally about hurricane damage, but um, – I uh, I we had a big had a big summer storm season in Kansas and I so know. I I used one of your songs and it, it was just beautiful Susan
4: thank Aww. you yes I saw that actually Ian and it was really
3: beautiful did we uh, and no one does
5: anybody
3: it, anybody shared it with her
5: it Uh yeah he did was, okay it, good could be home? yeah this could be home
3: yeah. 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 I I remember that. It was really nice. It was really good. Did you know
5: that that was was written, did you know where that song had come from and that's why you used it, or was it just...
3: I had a feeling it was for the hurricane um, hitting New Orleans, but I was guessing.
6: Well, you did good. You know, Ian... Uh, as an aside, just to make you feel better, Paul and I are in on the publishing of all Susan's work, so <laughs> we're getting some money too. Thank you so much.
3: <laughs> well, we edited it, we put the video up on the website at the time. I, I, I worked on it with a student and it was it just was perfect. It's just just we we did see it. It was beautiful. Yeah. Was. yeah. Thank you. No. Uh, so, well, we didn't have any. I mean, there really was. I mean, we just had damage, damage. But that's what it's like in Kansas, and you never know when that next big one's coming through. But you know, this is something I, I thought. I think about you all all the time. Obviously, uh, back in August, the Happy Together tour was uh, coming through uh, uh, Kansas City. And as at least Bob knows, I made every effort to get there. Literally came in the Kauffman Center, the arena. I came in just as you were strumming your last notes because I was taking my niece to the airport and I missed it and I was so mad because I, I oh, wanted so I much to see what it. Oh, I wondered
5: what the event was that caused this, but that's a pretty good one. I mean, you got to take care of your kids.
3: Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah, she just got married. So, I, oh. in fact... I need to put in a plug for um, the Hattery, which is a uh, restaurant in Doylestown, and the gu- a guy named Billy, who's the chief chef there. Um, and he, I was, I went to, I went to Doylestown to do her wedding. I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ordained in the Episcopal Church, oh, and yeah, so and I, and I went there to. Went there to do the wedding, and I, we were staying in Doylestown, and I could not find a printer anywhere, and this guy in the restaurant <laughs> printed it out for me. So I was able to do the service, <laughs> thanks to Billy. Whoa. Yeah, great so food, too.
6: hatteries for all your printing needs.
3: Yeah, exactly. The hatteries. restaurant, the hatteries. <laughs> so, so, but this is where I, you know, I keep thinking about you all, because this new album that you have out, um, how long has it been out? A week. Okay. Yep. Since the thirtieth. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're going to be playing cuts from it tonight. And awesome. uh, Thank you. Oh, <laughs> no, my pleasure. It is so good, and of course, that wouldn't surprise anybody who's been following, like so many other bands. And this is where I, I I keep coming back to this concept on the Happy Together tour, as well as those that don't perform regularly or tour as often as you all do that are really talented, still making great music, still performing and recording, um, it, that that must, I mean, that has to be very rewarding, but it's a different experience than it was when y'all were teenagers.
5: Oh, 100%, it's a different experience. I mean, well, now, and I just said that, and then it felt like the same, you
4: know? Well, Go ahead, Polly. this round, Ian... Um, we didn 't have a record company looking over our shoulder, and we were all in there just with our band and our engineer Justin dockett and Nobody bugged us, and we got to do exactly what we wanted to do and that was a lot that was it was really different than earlier
5: I guess so, yeah, I mean, you know what I was thinking was our innate musical yes. just to be doing music. And, and and creating it and, and the need to, to you know, put it down somewhere once it comes out of our bodies yeah. uh, was the same kind. I mean, we're yeah. just, we're musical people. But it is a very different experience, of course, because yeah. <laughs> we're grown-ups, you know. Yeah. And, and I mean, the way this came about was, was remarkable because, I mean, I've been trying to get a Calso record out of these guys for I don't know how long. Decades. Decades. decades and uh, you know we started when we were all on the planet that's how long ago it's been and and all agreed Bill and Barry uh, were in and John was in and Paul was in and Bob was in and Susan was in and we were all gonna get together and make this record and uh, uh, obviously we all know what happened Uh, we lost a couple along the way Um, John actually had a real job with the Beach Boys he you know he wasn't gonna (laughs) veer from that and me and Bob and Paul started playing again And that led us to Happy Together.
4: Which on that tour, Ian... Is um, where it all started coming down. Right, because during the end of the show, Howard Kalen would be out there singing, you know, they're going to do Happy Together, but he's telling our audience to get Get up. up. Everybody, get up. you got to get up. And for a long time, the three of us would just say to each other, man, there's got to be a song there. You know, right. I mean, really, we right. were just saying it like that. And then I think an- another summer came, and all of a sudden, you got to get up happened. And once you got to get up happened, and it happened in about 10 minutes, then we started realizing, okay, we've started. Now we've got to finish this.
0: Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace.
5: Uh, and 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 it really then it was just kind of like a, a river that got unblocked and just started flowing. Right. And my little dream was coming true.
3: Ian. Uh, you know what I like? So we're gonna play. You got to get up because uh, that's a killer tune. But more than yeah. that, I mean, it's a really good song. Great production. I now that I'm, I have a little bit more information too, I can appreciate the fact that it came out note for note just the way you all wanted it to. So that has to have its own reward. But yeah. but there's a lot of other people, and I. this is kind of where I wanted to start a little bit, because I think the Happy Together Tour reflects that you've got people who are still sort of, they have the emotional intelligence to continue to perform and to want to work with an audience and to write new music and to get together with other people from, from the, the 60s and 70s. But there are, along the way, a few others that you've lost um, that were not in the family, but other people that you had to have known who just couldn't keep their head, you know, straight. When it came to when they were no longer famous, you go through that period of, of trying to wonder, like, well, then who am I, and what do I do? If I'm not that person that's being <laughs> adored and I'm not getting petted all the time for being, you know, a, a, a wonderful performer, well, then what? You know, and so that's the question. I'll, I'll start with Bob because I know you were older and okay, yeah, that, that was a moment cool. where, I, where, I mean, at some point you had to know, like, that part, that chapter is closing for now, at least. And now what do I do?
6: Right. So when that happened, it, it was abrupt. It was acute. Okay. So even I, it happened in, the, I, we know the day it finally did happen and the collapse is underway, and the collapse is complete. Okay? So the first thing you do in your head is you've got to get a job. But in terms of what are you going to do? Oh, we're not going to miss, I did not miss the business, because the business was such a roller coaster. I was so dizzy from it all. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I knew, but I had two children. Look, the roles. Yeah. what am I going to do now? Was right. The universe brought, what are you going to do now? You're going to be a father. You're going to be right. a mother. You're going to raise children. You're going to reconnect with your family. Of course, you never disconnect with Paul, Susan, and John, because we just, we were tight within the, and Barry and Bill were still around. That's true. But, but you of know, that's, those it. are other stories. Uh, so through the decades. You're just raising a family, and you know how long that takes, And uh, but you're being an artist. Jeez, I'm a pub singer for 28 years every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, four right. hours a night, 50 songs a night. Now, in the long run, that's keeping my throat in shape and my muscles in shape, so I sound okay still at my age, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> you know, and
6: I'm grateful for that, but right. So I never stressed about... Oh my gosh! I'm not on the charts anymore. I, I'm not uh, famous anymore, or any of that, because we were so busy trying to um, control the damage, uh, manage the damage, and manage the collapse that you didn't expect. And you realize you're core, you didn't get your money. And oh, look, it, it's a complex thing right. that happens. How you react to it is going to define like what happens to you. You know? Okay, so you got to get strong at those times.
3: You got to get up. So, yeah, um, yeah, and you do. So what about you, Susan. The, I mean, you were younger. Obviously, you hadn't, you you didn't have two children to tend after. You didn't have. No. How did you center yourself at a time when, you know, you here you were you you'd been on TV shows at very like great f- fun video to go back and look at with you and Dean Martin, you and Hugh Hefner, you and so many other like. Uh, big names. I won't say Buddy Ebsen because that's just still weird to me. But, um, but <laughs> oh, come on, that was
6: Jed Clampett.
3: <laughs> I know, but it's just weird. That whole thing is just strange. I can't get. My, but it was so classic CBS TV. I was just. But so anyway, uh, you were. So what? How did you do it, Susan? How did you keep from wow. going nuts? How did you keep from being, you know, from losing yourself?
5: No well I mean uh, well I'm still working on that Ian, so that's, that's a lifelong that. journey I mean it really kind of is in in a, in a you know a lighthearted way um but my situation my journey was very different from Bob's that's for sure and I mean I was the youngest in the family and I everybody else was old enough when the band broke up to not live at home I was not John was barely but but they parents had kind of lost the reins on B and John Right. They were in their 18s and 17s. And so it was like, yeah, whatever there. But you I was Yeah, I was 12. And so I kind of got hijacked into, um, we're going to go try and do what we're doing as mom and dad. And you're just coming along and regular life is now here. You're going to go to school and all that kind of weird stuff. That freaked me out pretty good. Uh, I was the only one at home. So uh, how did I ground myself? I, yeah. I didn't. I was in a flight or, uh, fight or fight mode. So I did get grounded, but I had to get out of Dodge first. Yeah. So I really, like, my journey was very different. I, I kind of became an emancipated minor. I went to live with Paul. I left home in the uh, eighth grade because it was no bueno. And then I, I, I've, I've had a really right. um, interesting path. But the, the grounding part, I can answer that because that's always been there. And how I ground my is is that I've always had a sense of knowing what is really right and wrong. And so how we came up and whatever might've been crazy about it, there was a lot of amazing good stuff that came out of it that prevailed through every part of my journey. Always had my brothers there. They were, whether we spoke or not that year, there was a nucleus of security of survival with this gang of people. So whatever came, I was just surviving another thing. They were up in another part of town surviving it. And, uh, I think that's where I got my strength was knowing the guys were out there if I needed them. You know, but I was on my own and it was a wild ride, and that's another story for another day.
3: Well, you know. Yeah, but I you think know, this is – yeah, and it, I, I'm not trying – just so you know, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, pick at pain because I know there was a lot of stuff about, like, your dad and, and, and your mom was really passive during that period and, and there was a I lot of things. It,
5: these are good questions, you know. We understand these kind of questions. Good. I think that's okay. We're not – it's okay.
2: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.